From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, May 16th. Grand County wants to spend an estimated $650,000 to $850,000 by July. Why? Well, the money is currently earmarked for economic diversification. And on July 1, the county will no longer be able to spend it that way. The legal ability of Grand County to spend transient room tax dollars towards economic diversification activity um, is, is, is basically is liter- literally illegal um, starting July 1st. That's Grand County's Economic Development and Tourism Director, August Granith, speaking last night on This Week in Moab. Granith explains that just a few years ago, state lawmakers gave Grand County the flexibility to spend about a million dollars of transient room tax revenue annually on economic diversification projects. Basically, Grand was allowed to take a slice of the money collected on overnight lodging and spend it on projects or programs not explicitly tied to tourism. This was a bit of an experiment, meant to last until at least 2026. But this year, a bill sponsored by Representative Phil Lyman revoked that flexibility, ending it July 1. For Grand's strategic development director, Chris Baird, that revocation was a major disappointment. That's because if Grand County cannot commit some transient room tax dollars to economic diversification, that money goes back to tourism promotion under state law. And for me, I think, you know, I look at a lot of the problems uh, that this community faces, and uh, I think a lot of them are created by or heavily exacerbated by a lack of diversification. And so, you know, just doubling down on tourism and tourism only, you know, in my opinion, is just going to make all of those quality of life uh, issues worse. So county staff and elected officials are now working on a short deadline when it comes to economic diversification spending. Here's Granith. Basically, we're in this position where we have this pile of money. It's money that we haven't spent yet, and it's money that we'll accumulate. Ultimately, we want to make good on the promise of of utilization of TRT revenue towards economic diversification projects. And we want to do that in a transparent and an efficient manner. And so we're, what we did basically was we started to explore if we need to be contracted by the end of the month, what types of projects that would support economic diversification goals would we consider moving forward to additionally fund? The county identified four potential projects to fund with the estimated six hundred and fifty to $850,000. Those include a regional revolving loan fund, the USU Small Business Development Center, and the Moab Community Resource Center. Grenis says the county is also open to shovel-ready programs they haven't heard of yet. So if there's some really good, you know, concept that we could likely have contracted in a month's time, that's opportunity for the community, business owners, um, local organizations and agencies to say, hey, before this goes away, we actually have a project. It's ready to go. Community members can provide input on the county's list of proposed economic diversification projects or even suggest one. A survey on the subject is open until Wednesday, and then their spending prioritization goes through a public approval process. And so hopefully by the end of June, when this law changes, we'll have um, a plan of action and, and some projects contracted. But beyond July, it's not clear what the future of economic diversification will look like in Grand County. It's likely, according to Baird, that the county won't be able to spend much money on it. We'll have to decide if, if we can direct general fund money over to economic diversification, which is really the only 
funding source we'd be able to use for it at this point. But he says that money is limited and lean. So, yeah, that's that was a nice thing about being able to use the TRT for economic diversification, um, you know, because it was a viable revenue stream that didn't compromise essential services in the county. So we'll see. You know, we'll have to cross that bridge a little later. Granith at the Economic Development Department is a little more hopeful when it comes to the future. He doesn't see July as the end of economic diversification in Grand County. In fact, he'd like to do a little more planning around it. So we, we're hoping to do a, a economic development kind of holistic planning process um, that'll start in July. So getting to a point of how do we as a community, as complex, as disagreeable sometimes as we can be, to identify those things that we can agree on and move forward and maybe set aside those things that we can't agree on and say we need to solve this or figure out a way forward and still love each other as a community and kind of bury the contempt hatchet a little bit. Granith points out that the county's ability to spend some transient room tax revenue on economic diversification was killed in a political process. To him, that means community members aren't on the same page. And he's hoping to get them there. Clearly, we didn't have consensus on this program. Somewhere in the weeds, there was upset people, and those upset people were able to speak to our legislators, and those legislators responded to their constituents, right? And so we're stronger when we're aligned. We're stronger when we have a joint vision. And in some ways, you know, this process kind of getting repealed is an opportunity for us to set a forward-looking direction, agnostic of resource allocation, to say, okay, what is economic diversification? How do we get on the same page and how do we go there? You can find the proposed list of economic diversification projects in the show notes. The county is looking to spend an estimated $650,000 to $850,000 on what they call sustainable, livable, and resilient economic activity by July. Again, a survey on the subject is open until Wednesday. The Southeast Utah Health Department is currently investigating a possible outbreak of norovirus at Grand County Schools. The gastrointestinal illness spreads very easily. The health department says people can become infected by accidentally getting small particles of feces or vomit from an infected person in their mouth. This can happen a number of ways, sharing utensils, touching contaminated surfaces, or eating food and drinking liquids that have become contaminated. The CDC says the most common symptoms of norovirus are diarrhea, vomiting, nausea, and stomach pain. Because they are investigating a possible outbreak at Grand County Schools, the health department is asking parents and guardians to monitor their children for any of these symptoms. The health department says even if kids are complaining of a simple upset stomach, they should stay home for the moment. You can find health department contacts and more information about a possible norovirus outbreak at Grand County Schools in the show notes. The Navajo Tribal Utility Authority recently announced a new partnership with a clean energy company that will help the utility expand renewable energy development. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, Clark Adamitis has more. The Navajo Tribal Utility Authority recently announced a new partnership with Avangrid. Avangrid is a clean energy company that operates energy facilities in 24 states across the nation. The company has expertise in natural gas, wind, and solar generating plants. The Navajo Tribal Utility Authority is owned by the Navajo Nation. 
The company operates three utility-scale solar plants. We're expanding and we're expanding our portfolio. Arish Moalami is a deputy general manager at the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority. From our perspective, the ability for outside developers and outside partners to provide their technical skills and resources to projects is very advantageous for our organization. With the partnership, Moalami says the authority can pursue projects in new areas. On wind projects and wind resources, we have the ability to site and permit lands on the nation. We have the ability to price out projects, but we don't necessarily have all the technical resources for wind development. Almond Grim can provide that assistance. Moalami emphasizes that the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority will maintain a majority ownership of any new future projects. NTUA is an enterprise of the nation. The Navajo Nation should be or shall be majority owners of projects. In order to have a say at the table, in order to make decisions for the benefit of the nation, you have to be majority owners of projects. Later this year, the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority will break ground on a 200-megawatt utility-scale solar plant for construction in Cameron, Arizona, the company's biggest solar project to date. For KSUT and KSJD, I'm Clark Adamitis. The Grand County Commission is in session today. Maggie McGuire of the Moab Sun News previews the commission's agenda. At this week's Grand County Commission meeting, officials are holding a workshop at 2.30 p.m. to review applications for the ADO program, a pilot program that allows non-traditional housing options. Other items on the agenda for the regular meeting include approving contract agreements for the Economic Development Department, a job description for the Special Events Program Manager position, and approving bands that will play at this year's Grand County Fair over the Independence Day weekend. Grand County Commission meetings are held on the first and third Tuesday of every month and streamed online on the Grand County, Utah YouTube page. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, May 16th. Get your community-powered journalism weekdays on the airwaves at noon and 6. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.